1: hello and welcome to for the lore episode 007007 and this is going to be our borderlands extravaganza we just finished recording episode six literally minutes ago and it's because of how busy (laughs) a fall season this has been and how many amazing games there has been what we wanted to do is we wanted to take an episode strictly for borderlands simply because it deserves it it really is one of the shining games this season between that and torchlight i am my time is booked up and i've been playing it since i actually pre-ordered it and so i've been playing it since as soon as it was available and i know that the other two co-hosts i'm going to have here with me have been playing it as well so i've got enrique again with me who's been playing it for a little while as well as vince's back simodian to give us his take on what he thinks of it so welcome boys glad to have you here
2: glad to be back
1: so again i've been playing since day one sammy when did you actually pick it up
2: um i ended up finally starting it i believe it was wednesday so the second day after the retail release because it took me a while to track down a freaking copy
1: <laughs> right and enrique you actually just just started it
3: yeah
2: i actually just got uh, internet back
3: last wednesday in the new house and i downloaded it saturday night on halloween night when the kids went to bed i started playing and as a matter of fact i hit level 29 this afternoon with my soldier and you
1: this... have not stopped playing yeah you seriously <laughs> guys I guys yet.
3: No, no I, that's the thing. I've I've managed to work, the website work, doing recording and rendering for the the new videos I'm putting out of Borderlands and everything else, including the show and the whole and just everything altogether. It's I've been nonstop, and let me tell you, man, wow, this freaking game is. I got, I got nothing negative not a single negative oh, no, no, iota no. well i've got negative i do have negative oh.
1: the the, <laughs> the pros far outweigh the cons of course but i mean i do have some constructive oh, wait, no. criticism that i hope that gearbox will I implement patches we're going to get to that later though let's just actually okay. just lay down a little bit of foundation here so you've been playing the soldier have you even touched the
3: other classes um, you know what no I haven't touched the other classes honestly I was so hellbent on making a hunter on, on, on rolling a Mordecai and then everybody else started doing it and I thought to myself you know let me just screw it I'll, I'll do one thing that I said I was not going to play at all I was totally disenfranchised did not want to try the soldier class at all it's Like I looked at the talents beforehand and read the forms and like this doesn't appeal to me at all It's I'm, I'm a one man army I am an unstoppable killing machine I am like the alpha and the omega when I log into that freaking game
1: and sammy you've been playing the lilith did you actually try any of the other classes or you've been sticking just with lilith
2: well i wanted to try out a few classes but i've really been focusing on lilith to get a better handle on her for my uh uh, strategy piece that you guys are going to hear. But yeah, just like Rick, I had originally looked at Mordecai just cause I thought he was cool. Not because of, you know, the whole sniper aspect. I just liked, you know, having the bird pet. I was actually thinking of playing him more as a gunslinger. But as soon as, you know, everybody and their brother started playing Mordecai, I started looking at, okay, what's the exact opposite of Mordecai? And here's this, you know, hot chick. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be like, you know, the mage sort of class of the game almost. Yeah, and whereas
1: I started with the Brick because, again, I knew that very few people would be playing him and would be concentrating more on Mordecai. I started Brick and I got him up to level 18, actually and i haven't touched him since now i have been playing mordecai the thing too is that i tend to play either solo or i'm playing with either one or a couple of guys that's it one being a good buddy of mine and he tends to play a soldier although he's got a mordecai as well the thing that i noticed however is that there's a reason why the mordecai is popular too it's just a fuck ton of fun to play so again if i'm playing a game i want to have fun i i mean (laughs) i spent nearly five years playing a druid and wow i deserve to have fun now in a class <laughs> that's overpowered and you so, paid your dues oh big time and then some and so what i found was that with the with brick is that again we didn't know everything going in in terms of what to expect with class configurations in terms of being in a group and to me, when you're talking about a tank spec, that means that when you're grouping, you're going to be able to hold aggro so that your buddies can shoot from a distance kind of thing. But that's not what it is. I don't know how the aggro management works in the game. But as a brick, I can tell you, having played with my buddy as a soldier and as a hunter, I ain't holding jack shit in terms of aggro. And I spec' him tank. What I believe it all means is just that when you spec tank, it just means that when you're soloing, you're going to survive a lot longer. It's not that you're going to actually be able to tank a group.
2: Well, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of aggro mechanics in the game at this point. Yeah, it exists, but it's not nearly as robust that we as MMO players are used to. But I was reading one thing last night uh, that if you are trying to tank on a brick in the MMO sense just keep spamming your bash over and over again to daze all the enemies around you and that really helps you know the far the the characters that are playing with you standing farther back because those guys aren't moving anywhere once but then they're you dazed. can do that
1: with the other classes as well I mean you can daze with the, the Lilith and you can daze with a hunter as well through the pet so the the, oh, the
3: no, mechanics that's are there
2: true, but if you want <laughs>
3: You can't daze as a hunter, I mean, as, as a soldier, though, but I have noticed some aggro mechanics. It's weird. When I drop my, my Scorpio turret, if I move off to the side, almost all of them will start shooting at my turret and leave me alone just long enough to kind of like get a couple of shots in, get a couple of criticals and whatnot. I thought that was really strange.
1: No, and I've noticed that grouping with my buddy's soldier that, yeah, that turret works fantastic. Basically, the turret is what Brick should be, but he's not. So you spend your time doing Berserker shit, and, oh, my God, the the sound, the voice acting they got for the Berserker is annoying as fuck. Like, I really, it just gets on my nerves, whereas the Mordecai little snips here and there that he makes are fucking hilarious. I love it. I love his sarcastic attitude like i mean obviously it fits but the brick is just annoying it's just annoying to the point where i don't want to spam the button to put him into berserker and it annoys the shit out of my buddy too he's like fuck that's just annoying to listen to and it is (laughs) so and and you're basically playing him the same as you would to a certain degree as Your other classes as well, just using your guns and and whether you're sniping from a distance or rocket launcher or whatever, and just when you're up close, then you're using your Berserker. So frankly, I just was not digging it as much as you you would think. And then I started the Mordecai, and it is a blast to play. He's just a lot of fun. So don't all speak at the same time. No, really that's all
3: right. I'm here I'm here going off about voice acting and I realize that my dumbass is muted again. I need to get a new headset, man. Oh, this course. thing has been through too many moves. But no, the the just to touch real quick on the whole voice acting thing, what does Mordecai say when you land a crit? Because I know Roland, I don't know who the hell that they got for the voice acting, but it is hilarious to listen to this guy go off. You know, I, it's like Go, go ahead. I'll
1: play some. Once um, once we put the podcast out, I'll play some. A lot of it is just sarcastic. What, you don't like that? Or what, you like that kind of thing? When you get the crit and you blow their heads off.
0: Did that hurt? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. What? You didn't like that?
1: And uh, a whole bunch of shit like that. Or when he sends his pet off and the the bird the bloodwing gets a a kill it's um it's uh somebody's getting a, a snack tonight or something along those lines so there's a lot of really just funny little bits and it's not too much whereas i find that with the the again brick it's the same kind of screaming rage and then although it sounds less like a six-year-old girl and um and then it's just annoying as shit whereas the things with the Mordecai are just a lot more sprinkled throughout and I actually can't wait for him to say something even though I've heard it a number of times so it, it does make a difference to me
2: Yeah, just one little thing on the Lilith voice front. Like, again, Lilith is perfect. She has this cocky, so sure about herself attitude that I just love. But when she's in her phase walking mode and she does a melee and phase walk, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's intended because she's like shifted dimensions or whatnot, or if somebody goofed up, but she totally sounds like a dude when she melees out of phase walk. Not just like (laughs) a little dude, but like, you know, hulking, seven foot tall pro wrestler dude. (laughs) No, it's it's funny you even mentioned the whole
3: um, the cockiness or whatnot because whenever like Roland, I hate to say, it, but his character is kind of like just this this cocky asshole, which is very much me whenever I play video games. You know, so it's just whenever you get a crit, he's like critical biatch. And he starts like dancing and shit and <laughs> cheering. And whenever you kill one of the one of the badasses, when you kill, kill one of the elites, like that was an elite. You know, he just he's real, real, real smart ass. I had a, I have a lot of fun with him where they got the voice acting. Very cool stuff. And my favorite NPC is Scooter. Oh, dude, hands, Scooter freaking rules. Hands down. Oh. Always complaining about his mother's girl parts and whatnot.
1: I was, uh, I was, I laughed my ass off when I played it on, on Mordecai because he's leveled farther than, than, than my brick. And then I, when I was playing with my buddy, he was leveling up his, um, his Mordecai. So he was doing the quests that I had already done, which were the ones in the New Haven zone. New Haven? Yeah, the Watering yeah. Hole zone, where you get the mother's parts bits. And, and <laughs> oh my fucking, and, and I wasn't recording at the time because I actually recorded an in game interview with my buddy. And for those who are listening, if you listen to the podcast that I used to do, uh, Wow Dogs, on several of the episodes, I had Terry who is a good buddy of mine who is a huge wow uh, fanatic although now Borderlands is his addiction. And so what I decided to do because he was playing the soldier is to do an in-game interview with him. And I figured that would be something a little different as well where you can actually hear us questing and killing shit at the same time although it's much more muted while we're doing the interview. So, but uh, but anyways, while he was doing those quests, it was like, "Ah, fuck I'm not recording I wish I was recording I'm gonna to have to play again just so I can hear that and record those bits and put them in because they're hilarious scooter freaking rules between scooter and claptrap I swear to god I I can't I, I can't <laughs> claptrap tell you
2: is my hero oh
1: man I actually sent out emails after the game came out I've got Terry who's playing now Terry actually same as myself we work for the government but he works for another department so we email every single day and then I've got a buddy that I work with who's playing Borderlands, but on PS3. And he was disappointed Aww. that I didn't buy the PS3 version to play with him. But I'm pretty happy with the PC version overall. But um, but both of them, I emailed him a couple of days after the game came out. And all I wrote was the, mm-ts, 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 I'm dancing. I'm da-, or the, uh, hey, check me out. <laughs> and I sent that off. Uh-oh. And both of them replied at the same time, even though I didn't CC them. And both of them replied back, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. Check me out. <laughs> oh, hi. Didn't see you there.
4: You probably know that a game like Borderlands doesn't just make itself. As a matter of fact, it's a combined effort of many talented individuals. Oh, hey, Steve. How are the kids? Hello. As you've no doubt seen, we're doing something very different than your average action shooter here with- <laughs> Seriously? Your arms tired? I played the f- Duke of Buckingham and Richard the Third with Ian McKelly ass. This is f- Bush League! As you've no doubt seen, we're- What the f***? What is your name? Tell me your f- name! Uh, are you eating- are you eating a sandwich? You're the sound guy! We can hear that! Really? You want me to do it again? Again? Fine. No, 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 I'll do it again. No, seriously, no, right now. We'll do it. Even, no, right now. N- new take, right now. As you've no doubt f- see. I can't believe this. Sh-. Really? Oh my God! Did your mom burn you with cigarettes as a child? What the hell's going on? Seriously, I. This, this is. I. I, I A million bazillion guns. But what people probably don't know is that we generate our creatures the same way. I mean, there must be 20 different types of. There's an ebb and flow to it all. You gotta understand where they're coming from. You think this is vacation? Does this look like vacation to you? Hang on, hang on. Let me make sure I got my flip-flops on. Nope. Ain't got shit. You
5: you, you don't got shit.
4: Had to go there. You had to go there. I'm pretty sure I found you playing a male prostitute in a Michael Bay remake of Cabaret! You wanna go back? Huh? You wanna go back to that? Uh. What? Huh? Sorry. What? Didn't catch that, Marcel Marceau. Trout! Making Borderlands has been a rocky road. Tasty like the ice cream, but difficult to drive on. What the... Oh, Tony, he didn't just blow himself up and we weren't rolling?
5: That was someone else. That, that was
4: somebody else? Ah, oh, thank goodness. Hey, find out if they reunion! Shooting something like this, you gotta be organic. Sometimes your actors explode, and worse, sometimes they don't. Gotta be creative. Quiet, on the set! This is live! We're doing it live! Hey, you brought this upon yourself! It can't all be Hookers and Sunshine! Action!
3: want an update on me? Uh, okay. Uh, I sp- I spent four hundred and fifteen days in the hospital for what they declared was a oh uh, well, god what
0: they say uh, they said it was a spine severed in fourteen uh, distinct places.
3: Uh, yeah, m- mostly now I, I play characters that, that don't have legs, uh, or a waist, or anything uh, below the sternum. Uh, really, so you you might say my career is a uh, bust. Oh, I in the bag. Uh, sometimes uh, my nurse even lets me do it from across the room, uh, which is a kick. Have, have you run into the the injured clap traps? The one that if you if you rescue them or whatever, you repair them. They increase your your uh, your inventory capacity.
1: Oh fuck yeah! I was actually case oh, in point man. once again. I'm talking to Terry today. We're playing, and I'm asking him like, how many bag slots do you have right now? And he's saying twelve. I went, like, the fuck are you talking about twelve? He says, I've only got 12. How many you got? I said, I got like 24. He says, how the hell do you, how many bag slots, extra bag slots do you have? I said, well, you got to like talk to the claptraps to complete the quest and then it'll expand your bag. And he went, I've talked to them. I've got a bunch of them. Like, how many do you have? I've got three. And I went, You got to fucking use them, you numb nuts. (laughs) Hit enter. And he was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And all of a sudden, he went from 12 to 21 (laughs) like or something like that. I was like, you numb nuts. But, yeah, no, I see those suckers hurting. It's like, I'll save you.
3: No, those guys like they're hilarious if you just sit there and let them you know wail on when when they're when they're like broken down it is there's one bit where he starts going on about like I'm so nervous I'm so nervous just breathe I'm not really breathing this is just a recording of somebody else breathing I'm more nervous it's, just, it's hilarious talking about like leaking it's very very cool they did a great job with that but you see, see so- I
2: had to replay the opening sequence three times because of a stupid freaking glitch just for the listeners out there if you're playing on pc when you get to the first town make sure you actually walk into the town before you kill the last bandit or you'll be stuck and have to start over but since i had to play it three times i didn't care because claptrap was there (laughs) it was just great
1: see that's something that they did really well too like we can touch on that too like the from literally the opening sequence when that bus hits that skag And you hear the music. I actually bought the soundtrack. I mean, that's how good the music is. The score to this game is you could not ask for better. It just fits the game. Exactly. It fits the game perfectly. The style of the game, when they talked a long time ago about literally changing to the cell shaded style that they're using now because originally it was high detail when they talked i said are you guys fucking nuts like you're this far into development you're changing the art style but look at the game now it works the same the game is so stylish excuse me and the and looks so fantastic it works and then look at the the video sequences that they do when you go up against say nine toes or sledge or stuff like that like it's you swear the little with the the shots and everything there's like little tarantino moments kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. every character yeah and then look at the the writing behind it which people will think well it's a first person shooter yeah kind of but the writing is there the not just the quest line but just all the very subtle nuances of the game when you meet tk and he's pointing that shotgun at you when you go up against nine toes and the shit that he's saying and things like that like very subtle things and then the clap traps something as simple as that is just somebody came up with that shit somebody wrote that shit out it's fantastic on every level in terms of style I don't think you can beat the game right now.
3: No, no, hands down. Um, have you noticed with TK as well, if you're walking away, somebody, if you walk away from him, um, you know, like you end dialogue or whatever, he says, all right, buddy, well, I'll see you later. Oh, you don't get it. huh? And he starts, like, you know, rambling off about that. <laughs> it's like it's a blind NPC, man. I lost it
2: laughing when I first yeah. heard that. <laughs> I, I was, like, in tears. And there's yeah, shit I, like that
1: throughout.
2: Yep. I I just love the art direction on it. It's so brilliant to them to go to the cel-shaded. And I have a friend who heard it was cel-shaded, and he's like, oh, screw that. And, like, I'm sure in his head he's seeing, you know, Wind Waker and Jet Set Radio, and I'm telling him, I'm like, dude, yes, technically it's cel-shaded, but if you look at this game and don't immediately fall in love with it there's something wrong with you you need to just stop freaking talking to me because i cannot talk to someone who does not love the way this game looks uh, i I have one question though
3: okay champions online would that be considered cell shading
2: yeah yeah okay anything with that with that solid black line and you know colored in anime comic book sort of detail yeah it's cell shading that's what I was trying that's the term I was trying to use cell shading I was like
3: drawing a blank a brain fart on it for episode six that we just we just finished recording was that when it comes to the graphics like me and Roger man you and I we can't get this we can't get into the whole champions online thing It's because the cell shading used in there it reminds me of Wind Waker it reminds me of Jet Set Radio and that just it doesn't jive with me but you can use the same technology and Borderlands looks like a freaking tattoo it looks like a graphic novel it's wonderful
1: oh yeah see that's the thing you can do it well it's there to do well now that's not to take away from Champions Online. No, no of course. We're of course. in the minority in terms of a lot of people love the game and love the look of it. I, frankly... Not as crazy about it, but in terms of Portalands, I can't get enough of it. It looks so style. I I keep it's stylized. There's no other word to say it. It's just like you feel like swaggering when you're walking inside of there, and all (laughs) of the NPCs as well. The way they're designed, everything down to the all of the outfits that they're wearing when you're talking to a variety Mm -hmm. of different NPCs. I mean, again, go back to TK. Look at the outfit that he's wearing with the suspenders, and. uh, um, spoiler alert! Shirt. Like, I mean, if you if you're listening and you don't want to know any kind of spoilers, skip ahead a little bit. But when you go back to to TK later on and he's hanging upside down, dead again. If you look at like everything about the way that it looks the way they did it the 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 the, just the way that he's hanging and shit hanging off of him and things like that like really there's so much style in the game everywhere you look and i can't get enough of it i really seriously it's i don't play to level up i play because i can't wait to see more of the game and play more of the quests
2: yeah, yeah, it almost shocks me when I level up. It's like, oh yeah, that's right, I got a new skill. Like I'm just like wanting to go through more kill stuff. I'm like, oh wait, let me let me stop for a second and open up my menu. Yeah, I, f- I forget that I'm actually leveling. Like
3: you said, it's, it just it'll bing my guy will say bigger and better, and I'm like, oh hey cool, I got a new talent thing, and then I gotta you know figure out what I'm gonna do with that. That's the thing. I, I don't know. Like Borderlands is a totally new IP for me. I don't. I'm not theory crafting on it. I'm not researching on it. I'm just kind of like going just flat out totally without any support whatsoever i'm just going in there and figuring it out as i move along and that's actually really refreshing i'm having a lot of fun with this game
1: oh yeah and i am making sure that i'm enjoying the quests as well i know that the questing is limited however so far and my hunter is 26 i believe um so far i'm I'm not... The questing hasn't been limited. I know that I still got a number of levels to go, but so far, I'm not having any problems finding new quests and enjoying the quests as well. So to me, there's... Again, a lot of people say there's not enough lore that it's just a first-person shooter and stuff like that, but I'm actually seeing without sounding too gratuitous here a perfect blend of the two where you can just kind of bounce in and literally just go looking for um chess cash or um, loot uh, chests all over the place or weapons cash kind of things or you can go in and complete some quests or you can just go and kill shit like there's so many different things that you can do so like in terms of gameplay story and questing and style you can't top it. I, I'm so happy.
3: <laughs> I I would agree. Like I just, I just finished telling my wife, you know, when I told her we we're going to be recording now for a short number seven on, on Borderlands, I go, oh, yeah, we got to talk about Borderlands. It is, Oh, I, I want to say this, but I don't want to jinx it. You know, it's just, it is to me personally, the perfect blend. Cause it doesn't have pages of lore But it has, you could tell they paid attention to it. I mean, every little thing, like you were talking, the subtle nuances, everything, the voice acting, the questing. Hell, if you go to the the vendor for health, you go to Zed's vendor... And you talk, to, you talk to the machine when you interact with it. It goes, why do you need a real doctor when you got my machines and they're scary, scary needles? And it says that that right there takes time. Somebody had to think that up, and it's clever, and it's entertaining. And like you were saying, there's endless quests. I'm, I have too many quests. All the quests that I pick up brand new, they say that it's a trivial difficulty and it's grayed out to me. But it still gives me a ton of experience and money. You know well, I, I, uh, I love this
1: the, the thing too is that they've already talked about the first dlc content that's coming out so would, anybody who would say there's not enough questing behind it obviously does not know has not played it enough to know that a there's plenty of questing to go along plus there the dlc is already planned for this year the uh, zombie island of dr ned so the 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 fact is is they know that they've got something here that they can really build on this is a soapbox that they can do so much with and so i can't like I, i can't wait to be a finishing this off but i can't wait for this dlc with a character that i'm going to really enjoy playing and then keep going from there you know what i mean
3: yeah. Yeah. I've. Uh, one thing I got to ask so the DLC, is that going to be that we have to buy the DLC or, yeah. or is that just going to be okay? Yeah, so no, no. It's, that, it's
1: right. b- pay to play. It's going to be uh, apparently 10 bucks and for PS3. Oh, right. Pfft, and uh, yeah. 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 So <laughs> I frankly don't have a problem with that it, as long as there is enough content in it to make it worth $10. Um, but I mean, I've got no problem with that. If it's extending a game that is a blast to play, then, yeah, I'll keep giving you money to keep improving on it so that I keep playing it. And the way that it's designed, it's not going to, it's not like a 3D engine where you go back and look at a game and say, wow, that really looks like crap. I wouldn't want to keep playing that now because games look so much better now and more realistic. It's nope. cell shaded style. It will always look fantastic because of that. So, So, yeah, no, I, was... I can't wait
2: for it. That was a brilliant move on their part because Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, if they had stuck with the original art style, every single person review website would just be straight up comparing it to Fallout 3. And they're totally different games. Fallout 3 was an RPG that happened to be first person with guns, whereas Borderlands is a first person shooter that happens to have talent trees. So I just am very grateful for the fact that we're not going to have those direct comparisons just because of the art style. And you know, then it, it felt like the... Well, go ahead, Roger. No, 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 go ahead. All right, I was going to say, you know what it felt like when when I first
3: played it for the first, like, a good hour into the game? I kind of, like, took a step back and the little. I just thought in my head, you know, they it feels like they went down the list of everything that we have always praised in gaming and they put it into one game. Like, I like... Questing, I like the whole, you know, completeness kind of nature with MMOs, the fact that there's a lot of achievements, and if you pull these achievements off in the game, you'll get experience, and depending how much you do, you'll get tons of experience in this big lump sum out of nowhere, like, um, you know, killing 20 racks or whatever the heck, I forgot what it was exactly, but they got every aspect... Talents, respecting different uh, specializations, different classes, the whole nine yards, different quality of loot, epic or otherwise, totally randomized. Very, very cool. I'm like, this This really is to not just keep gushing over it, but it just it is the perfect game. If okay. you like any of that, just play it.
1: We're going to go from there now, just because of A, the perfect statement, as well as the loot. We're going to touch on some of the things that need to be fixed in this game, Ooh. and in my opinion, fixed very soon number 1 on that list for me at least is the loot you've introduced a system where there are over 3 million different types of guns actually there's some accounts of even more Because they're, I believe the final number
2: was seventeen million five hundred (laughs) thousand. So there you go, something like that.
1: Because it's system generated, they've got that many different types of guns. So you've introduced a system where there's that many different types of gun, and yet you chose to make it a first come first serve without even so much as a roll on items. Gearbox, fix that shit now. That's fucking ridiculous. What happens is that nuts at the front is the first one that's grabbing everything that they can get their paws on. And then what also happens is that even if you're grouping up with someone that you know who's a buddy that you trust, what happens then is that you open up a loot chest with a, a weapons cache and out pops an orange and you're like, I could use that. And the other guy is... I can use that and you're like, "Well, who the fuck gets? It? There isn't even a roll. It's not like we can roll a dice on our desk and go, I got a 6, what did you get?" You <laughs> like a duel. But that's ridiculous because then whoever's <laughs> got the best gear is going to win. <laughs> like I mean, it's it's really utterly stupid in this day and age to introduce a game like this that flaunts having such a wealth of loot for you to choose from and not introduce a rolling system of some kind i can't say enough about how much that pisses me off and the fact that it's free for all wrong wrong i i I, I haven't played
3: the multiplayer yet that's the thing i haven't played multiplayer yet but it seems to me this is an exact exact duplicate diablo 2 syndrome diablo 2 loot falls on the floor who can hold down alt and click the fastest and hope to god your inventory ain't full that's probably what you guys are suffering from right now when you play with the group. And yeah, which is exactly why I'm only
1: playing with buddies right now. And even Likewise. then what's happening is that you're falling into the same kind of thing where a uh, case in point, I'm, I'm playing with Terry today, my buddy, and he's not a loot whore. So it's not like I have to worry about it, but we're grouping along. And all of a sudden I see that he's looted an Epic and I'm like, Dude, I thought like, what the fuck you doing? Like, I might need that. And he's saying, oh, it's only like a level sixteen. You're not gonna need it now. And I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm planning on starting up a Lilith, so I am actually caching items that she'll be able to use later on. That so that she is actually well geared out, kind of thing. And I won't have as much of a, a hassle leveling her. So again, you're getting a thing where. Even when you're playing with buddies, you don't get an opportunity to roll. On top of that, they didn't give us a way to click a link or something to see what the item is that somebody got. So then you gotta ask them to drop it so that you can inspect it. Well, more often than not, they're gonna they're not gonna drop that shit. So like it's a fail fail. There's no win here at all. It's a terrible, terrible loot system. There's nothing good about it.
3: Well, I was gonna ask: Is there, an, in any way, outside of using a third party, in other words, asking a friend, like you know, you you ping me or something on on AIM, and you say, "Hey, Rick, and you get online, I gotta transfer items." Is there a, is there a legitimate cash, like a stash, that no. you can put? No, nope. no, right? That's, nope. okay, that's what I thought. Trade like it. when you, am I missing out on this? Because man, that would suck. But it does. Yeah. So this is this is identical then to a diablo 2 worked only there's no cash there's no stash that you can use there's no bank
1: yeah and that's oh, something they, that they were very conscious of sorry to cut you off there vince that's something they were conscious of they didn't want you hanging on to shit forever they wanted you to sell it off just because there are so many different types the fact is however you're going to come across something that you're going to want to give to an alt i mean again i've already got uh, an artifact for a lilith i want to give that item to her but I'm, i have to hang on to it now now until i can trade it off or i'm going to wind up using my brick as a mule
3: well if you want you know i have i i just finished getting my my freaking account up and running my game spy account so i mean i'll I'll just mule for you if you want i mean whatever well but that's that leads us to solve the problem no
1: it doesn't no and that leads us actually to another issue that I have, which is the Game Spy bullshit. Seriously.
2: GameSpy, Jesus. Okay, Vince, Vince, your turn. Game okay, Vince, your turn. Go ahead. No, I've just I've been playing PC games forever and I can't even remember the last time I played a game that needed Game Spy. I think it might have been like Quake Two. Where the hell did they dig <laughs> this thing out of? Well,
1: I okay. The fact is they set it up in such a way that you can create your account easily in game. In game. So I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is the fact that, okay, we're gonna touch on two things, not GameSpy related. The fact that you have to forward ports on your router to be able to play online most of the time. Now, I don't know if that's occurring for everyone, but I know that it's occurring for a lot of people. So you literally have to go into your router and do some port forwarding. I'm a tech. I mean, I've reconfigured entire LAN systems. I it doesn't frighten me. I did it in all a matter of a couple of minutes with when I was on the phone with Terry actually. So it's not a big deal. But somebody who has no clue what they're doing is now going to have to be bouncing into the router, forwarding ports so that they can play online.
3: Bad yeah,
2: it scares the piss out of me. Play. So you gotta you gotta show me how to do that. that Gearbox Gearbox has said it. on their official forums that yeah, okay, these are the ports you have to forward now this is not the fix you know this is just a workaround until we can figure out how to unfuck our game
1: that's (laughs) and 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 it shouldn't be there let's be honest how many games have you had to do port forwarding on to be able to play online exactly this is a big big clusterfuck this is a bad thing most people will not know how to do this most people will be intimidated to do this most people have no clue how to get into the router so please they're not gonna know how to do
2: this so as a former tech support worker most people don't even know they have a router (laughs) yeah well
1: it's that little box that blinks in front of your computer so yeah no bad call bad call guys fix this now because this is seriously uncool now moving on to the game spy you can create your games fairly easily there's i don't like that it defaults you to a new character and then you can't skip through the fucking bus scene but we'll get to that later as well but the fact that the voice chat sucks so much ass is unbelievable and you don't have the option to turn it off. So what happens is that they've got the sensitivity set a little too low, so it doesn't pick up most of what you say. So what's going to happen is that if you start talking and you talk in a low voice like this, it won't pick it up. And then once you start raising your voice, then it picks it up there and you get only half of what somebody's saying. When I'm playing with Terry, I only hear half of the shit that he says, which is not entirely bad because half of the shit that he says is shit anyways, so that's fine. (laughs) But the fact is, is that it sucks and there's no way to change the sensitivity. There's no way to turn it off. There's no controls for your own microphone in game, nothing. So then what you need to do is you need to actually go into the any file and disable the voice chat completely so that you can then just use something like Skype And I've been doing that with Terry now and it's, well, this is how we're doing the podcast through Skype. I mean, it's voice over IP. It's fantastic, but that should be in the game because now if I want to play with somebody else who hasn't edited their any file, I have to go back and because I've got a backup of the unedited file, I've got to change the files around or I got to write a batch file to be able to do it automatically. I shouldn't have to do that. The option should be there to enable voice or not, but it's not. Yeah, you got to show me entirely. how to do
3: that too.
1: <laughs> so, and there's a lot of things like that. I actually went into the Indie file to disable all of the startup videos as well. Do I really need to see the Gearbox logo, the NVIDIA logo? And
2: well, what's the other one? The hey, other one. hey, remember when you see the symbol, your game is autosaving. saving
1: yeah that actually still shows up but the other three videos get skipped there are a whole whack load of different changes that you can make to the any file which though gearbox does not support it they're not going to ban your ass if you do it because they realize there's a lot of things that are broken with the game still right now including the field of vision which is something that really pisses people off personally doesn't bother me so what you do is go to the gearbox forums and search for the, in the helper technical or whatever. I'll, I, if I can find the link, I'll put it in the show notes on forthelore.com. And then there's a whole bunch of changes you can make to your, any file, which again will change a lot of things. I don't see those startup movies. It's fantastic. And then I've got it set up so that I can, uh, the, the voice chat is completely disabled and I use Skype. So basically if you want to play with me anytime, yeah, I mean, you got to, suck it up and get skypes running because otherwise i ain't playing with you you won't hear me put it that way which is again not entirely bad depending on who you ask but yeah there's a lot of things that need to be changed that the port they say that there's, there's a lot of people complain about the port to pc and whatnot there's a lot of things that people are bitching about like the the field of vision and whatnot that don't bother me as much but certainly do bother other people i don't know if I'm assuming it doesn't bother you guys nearly as much.
3: Mm, What do you mean? Like what's, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm fine, man. I come from the school of, I, I played first person shooters before I played any other game. Ever. So, yeah, I'm totally, totally used to this. I got no problems whatsoever.
1: Well, one of the other things, too, is the mouse tracking, too, because, again, it is a port to PC. The, the, the mouse tracking is off, and you notice it when you're in the menus. In this day and yes. age, you should not have to use page up and down to go through menus when there's quests. You should be able to use the scroll wheel. The fact yeah. that you have to hit enter when the game starts to bring up a menu and not just hit escape or any key. again ridiculous there's a lot of things like that where you can tell (laughs) it's not it wasn't developed exclusively for PC kind of thing, so
2: yeah. It took it took me forever to figure out how to like switch tabs when I'm in the character menu, just because I hated waiting for that stupid freaking mouse to move around. So it took me forever. I was just pressing random keys on my keyboard until stuff started happening correctly. Yeah, I I've actually taken it now to just whenever I, I go to sell
3: anything, I move my mouse up into the far corner so it hides. it's just not in the way, and I just use up, down, and enter. That's pretty much it. And I mean, so you shouldn't that, have to that is do a that. No, you shouldn't have to but that's something they can remedy I mean I hope they can remedy they can patch that in somehow in you some can actually form.
1: you can actually go into the any file as well and mess around with the um, the mouse tracking and change it so that it tracks better so there's a lot of different things that you can go into there's two any files in particular that you can go into which if anybody is going to do it make certain to back up the original first and then make your changes that way you can go back because case in point I decided to and I did back it up I'm not a fool I backed it up and then I started making changes and then I'd go into the game to test each one to make sure that a was working and hadn't screwed anything up but it takes a while to do that so finally I went screw this shit and I applied like a good six or seven different changes bounced in and my character was locked Couldn't move them at all, and then it was like, okay, now I got to figure out which one of those was the problem. So I had to go through all of them and take them all off, and then go back one at a time. So make your backup very, very
3: important. So, so now you know exactly what you have to do.
1: Some of it, but the thing too is that (laughs) there's different any files depending on which person you f- you you read their comments on the um, on that 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 forum post some of them are saying if you have the steam client you actually have to go in another spot to make changes i did not i went into the actual not the steam folder but the actual my games folder to make the changes to the ini file oh. there but After I tried a whole bunch and it was screwing up, basically, again, Terry was waiting and giving me shit for taking so fucking long. So I went, fine. All I did was I disabled the movies and I disabled the chat and went from there. I haven't gone back to do all the other changes again. So, but yeah, you can change, you can set it up so that it toggles the field of vision greater or smaller. You can go in and toggle uh, first and third person which is actually nice if you're doing screenshots as well. You can toggle uh, your crouch so that your crouch isn't just hit C and then it's crouch all the time. It's more like a first person shooter where you use the left control and it just toggles it up and down kind of yeah. thing which is way better so there's a whole bunch yes. of different things that you can do a lot of different things and they are though they're not supported by gearbox in terms of if it fucks up your game you're on your own um they're not going to ban your ass for doing it so definitely something worth checking out like i said i'll make sure to find the link i will put it in the show notes so people can find it
3: yeah please do because i'm i'm terrified now i'm thinking great man i don't have to go in there sure you know, changing around files and values and codes and crap just so I can play with your lame ass and freaking Sammy and whatnot. Lame so, ass will be well, the one if,
1: keeping you alive, my hunter. Dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was gonna say, if, if you can, if if we can maybe put something out there, not just for the podcast, but just for even for the For the Lore website, just a quick guide, quickie guide. It's like this is, you know, this is exactly what you have to do. This is something that you could do. You know, keep in mind the the fact that if if you have a different kind of setup then maybe you'll have to change something else but that'd be kind of nice that'd be, yeah. that'd be a cool thing to do we yeah, should do that no,
1: I, I'll, I'll definitely get something up I haven't had a chance actually to play with Simonian yet I've been playing with some, some other peeps but uh, I am looking forward to playing with I haven't even played with anybody playing a Lilith yet so I'm, I'm dying to try it
2: yeah well unfortunately I have a life so I can't level quite as quickly as you two hey dude I'm not like him it took me a long time to get up to
1: my 26 alright it wasn't overnight like some people <laughs>
3: Hey, hey, now. Yeah, yeah. Are you just calling? Okay. You know, yeah, know yeah, suck I'm, it up. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, i yeah, my mouth shut. That's thing to do. The thing.
1: All right, we're going to actually gonna wrap run. it up there. Unless you guys have anything further to add, we're going to wrap it up.
2: I just want to throw a quick question out there to you guys because playing as Lilith... Maybe half of it is me being an utter noob. I haven't played a PC shooter in forever So I don't know how much of it was on me just getting used to the controls, but Lilith was really really difficult for me at first like honestly just last night was when everything sort of clicked for me like I got the right amount of talent points and the right weapons so that I was finally like really feeling that I, I was using her to up her utmost capabilities did you guys have like any learning curves with your classes
3: mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let Roger go first because I actually have an exact the same yeah situation I got a perfect answer for that
1: maybe it's because of the classes that I chose but not really or maybe it is because I I do play first-person shooters enough not I mean exclusively but I do play them enough um, I really I, I didn't have a problem with the tank. I didn't play him exactly like he was designed with the rocket launchers and, and grenades. I mean, I barely used grenades, but I used him the, with the guns that I used. I did not have any problems at all. I didn't have any problems. You know, I, I rarely died. Um, he is a good class to play for survivability. So I had no issues at all. And then when I switched to the, the Mordecai, pff, the, it, it was like putting on an old glove it, it fits so perfectly kind of thing the the Mordecai class for for me fit it, it just was so much fun it was everything was very very intuitive in terms of the the skills as well the talent points to put in the you have your choices in terms of whether you want to go mainly a sni- sniper mainly as uh, your blood wing or mainly as uh, gunslinger so with your revolvers and i'm going more with a it's a fairly blended but heavy on the bloodwing and the bloodwing is doing enough damage now that you're really seeing a difference and then on top of that i'm finally putting into the points so that i'm getting even more loot now and the um the mod the class mod i'm using adds even more so i'm finally seeing that so i'm seeing i'm reaping the benefits of the spec that i chose but in terms of how to play it i had absolutely no trouble playing it whatsoever
3: i it it just felt natural from the get-go i don't know with the soldier i i don't know i I picked up i was going to take the other classes but um i wouldn't say so much i was having a hard time i found that kind of weird that i was barely using i figured okay well soldiers their main thing is either combat shotgun or the rifle you know that's what they got the talents for so I should be picking up a good one of those and using that and that'll be my best, my best fit. And I know with Lilith, I think it's a
2: submachine gun, right? Uh, yeah, that's what most of her mods will affect. But I found myself using the shotgun and the combat rifle more at this level. Yeah, like I have
3: a, the only word of advice that I could give you is find a ball buster. Alright, that, that's what I call my one my one mainstay, my, my best friend gun. I mean, I have, you know, my, my rifles and my shotgun and all that crap. I found this one submachine gun that's an epic level 22, you know, submachine gun or whatever. And this thing is, you know, its damage numbers don't look that high, but it fires four shots per click, and it has like an 80-something, you know, count magazine. If you're within medium to just point-blank range, it will annihilate in seconds anything in its path. I mean, that's just... I found something that was like the great equalizer, so if I'm up against something nasty, if I have a strong enough shield to take it, that's what I'll do. I'll just use that. I haven't been... I haven't gotten to the habit of using my turret that much, which I really should start doing more, but I don't know. For Lith, it may just be unloading like crazy, and then when your shield wears off, phase shift and run the hell away, you know, or phase shift pop up behind them, do some kind of stun, and then, you know, bail some more, try to see if you can get some recharge on it. That's something I've noticed as well as, man, recharge rates. If you get a shield with a really low recharge rate, you're done. Don't bother messing with the ones that heal you or that, you know, blow off some Nova if they run out of anything like that. You're rarely going to find heavy melee mobs that are going to be coming after you. A lot of the times what really screws you up is when they start throwing two or three badass quality mobs at you that are shooting at you from range. Or um, I think, Roger, have, have you done the Crom fight? The Crom boss fight? What level is that? Uh, Where is it? God, I don't even know. He's, um, it's in the uh, Rust Commons East. He's, he's like the third boss that you run into. It's like you go after Sledge, and then after Sledge is Mad Mel, which isn't really like a boss boss because it's just you're fighting when you're on the car. But eventually you you run into Krom, and he... um. I think so. It's just it's a long... Yeah, it's just like you're, you're trying to... You have either the path on the right or the path on the left, and he's on this chain gun. He's like mounted on a seat Gatling guns, and they start throwing a lot of those at you at that point in the game. Those have a ton of armor up front. You can barely shoot at the guy from behind. They're constantly tracking with a little laser. It's just it's really harsh. I've focused on getting a really good shield and something that I can I can spray and pray with. And later on, when you get higher up in level, yeah, then you can focus on really tweaking your character out. See, the thing too to keep in mind
1: here, Vince, is play the class not necessarily only like the class has been designed to play, but also what makes you comfortable in terms of your play style. Uh case in point, my Mordecai, his secondary weapon is not a um a revolver. His secondary weapon is a shotgun. So if you get close, I'm gonna shotgun your ass. So when I am going up and if if I'm going up to any any place that has um, the paths up to the small buildings, let's say, where I know there's going to be guys up there, the, you can't snipe them from a distance because they are. you got to go up the path. So I'm going up with my shotgun and I'm causing a fuck ton of damage when I get up there. I mean, I used Sledge's shotgun literally up until only a few levels ago and loved that sucker. I mean, that's an amazing epic shotgun. Like, it just foots are hurting on anybody that gets close to you. and But that's not how the class was designed to be played, but that's how I play it and it works for me. Case in point, I was doing the, uh, with, with my brick, I was using a lot of sniper rifles. I wasn't just dashing in and using other weapons. I was using the sniper from a distance. Again, it's not necessarily how the class is designed by Gearbox to be played, but it's whatever makes you comfortable. So if with your Lilith, it's more comfortable to get up close and personal with a shotgun to the face, then do that the mobs will go down
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been using a sniper, a combination of sniper, shotgun, and combat rifle currently, depending on, you know, range and situation. But just to further elaborate, like, I don't know, anybody that was on Twitter last week know knew that I was banging my head against the wall, against freaking nine toes, because I couldn't handle him <laughs> and his two stupid dogs at the same time. They were just chewing my ass up. But, like, last night, I was doing the sniper rifle quest, leading me off to wherever the hell that place was. And, you know, that place is filled with out alpha skags and badass skags, and I was just getting wrecked. I was like, man, I need to go, like, level up or something. And I just pushed through. I got a new level, and I think that was level 13 that it brought me to and allowed me to go from 2 points to 3 in Dramatic Entrance, which brought the proc chance from 40% to 60%, which was big. And all of a sudden, everything just clicked. Like, okay, I'd start off from long range. Three of these guys would rush at me. I'd phase shift, you know, melee one of them, come out of phase shift, and suddenly everything would be dazed, because, you know, with 60% proc chance, it has a chance to proc when I go into phase shift, and then four seconds later when I come out of it, so odds are everything's going to be dazed, and then I just stepped back and unloaded on them with my combat rifle, and I just killed two alpha skags and a badass corrosive skag without even trying, so at least for me on Lilith, there is that one point where everything just sort of clicked,
1: so it's possible that with the Lilith more so than the other classes, it is about the level because at that point you can put more points into what you need.
2: Like, I I haven't had any experience with the other classes, so I really can't say it. I just, for me, Lilith has been very, very fragile. Well,
1: a case in point with it, you would think that the sniper was the same thing, too, because he is designed to be fragile. You want to take things down from a distance, and he is to a certain degree. However, even when I was not spec would Bloodwing, when I was sending out my Bloodwing, I was amazed at how much damage he was doing and how much Like, mobs just all of a sudden, boom, they're dead. And it's like, holy fucking hell. Now that I put points into him, he does a lot of damage. So, but again, I didn't need to. Like, even at the low levels, he was still... A very useful um, uh, skill to have even though I hadn't put points into it so it was less about the level with the Mordecai I found and I found the same thing with the tank it was a lot less about the points to put in they did just fine the way they were but again it's possible with the Lilith it is about the points
3: Well, I was going to ask something to the both of you, actually, because I know we're trying to wrap it up. I want to just one last thing I wanted to touch on. Have you guys been practicing just, you know, self like like gamer training, um, focusing on criticals and on notice that it's it's smart damage. If you, you know, shoot skags in their in their leg, in their hind leg, then they'll trip forward, they'll fall on their face and then they'll be fully exposed you know shoot them from behind and whatnot you know it's i've noticed that if if somebody's rushing at you the little midget shotgunners are rushing at you if you just sidestep and you know aim at their you know their waist the recoil will hit it up through their heads and when they fire blast they fall on their asses anyway it makes them real easy targets just stuff like that i mean that'll save you a lot of time well those yeah, corporate things that, that you face.
1: have to, yeah. <laughs>
3: Like the Scorpion
1: things that you have to shoot the tail too. There like, there's a lot of different things here and there where there is a, a a trick to getting the mob down a lot faster.
2: Like you guys are probably yeah, like gonna laugh at me for this, but like I'm considering like Hooking my 360 controller up to my PC just because I am so retarded with mouse and keyboard after so many years of playing on consoles. <laughs> See,
1: I don't I understand guess. that because it, most people agree that uh, keyboard and mouse is way way superior to a, a, a pad. I mean, I don't, and I and I played it like I mean old school the Unreal tournament kind of shit for hours, but I mean oh, I s- still not find
2: that. I'm not saying that the control pad is better. I'm just saying after so many years of playing shooters on consoles, it's what I'm comfortable with. And at least for me, you know, I'd rather have something that I am personally good with than sucking with a supposedly superior form of control.
1: Well, actually, if you do try it out, let me know how it goes. I personally am not going to try but I'm interested to see what the port does for using it on a PC because I actually find that once I dropped the sensitivity of the mouse, it was the, the keyboard I mouse was too. fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely fantastic. I, I'm getting headshots all the time, and I did not put points into focus. I actually wanted the extra damage for sniper, so not the focus. So I've got the sniper sway when you are shooting, but I still find like I have very little problems getting headshot after headshot after headshot. It's it's fantastic. As mentioned during the podcast, I've played both uh, Brick as well as Mordecai so far. Brick was my first character and I did get him up to level 18 before starting up the Mordecai. My Mordecai is now level 27 and considering how much fun I've been having with him, I'm in absolutely no rush to get back to the Brick. Here's the thing, I assume Brick would be a tank which he is, just not in the sense that I've grown accustomed to with RPGs. Brick doesn't hold aggro, making it easier for your teammates to down mobs from a safe distance. The term tank in Borderlands just means that you have very high survivability. When you look at Brick's skills, You'll find the tank tree, and within such skills as Harden, which increases your maximum health by as much as 60%, and Safeguard, which increases your health by as much as 40%. Attack on Juggernaut, which increases your resistances by up to 50% upon killing an enemy, and well, you see where I'm going with this. He's damn near unstoppable. You can tank with him in a group RPG or however, you're going to have to seriously change your definition of tanking. It's not about holding aggro so much as just slowing down the mobs. This means splitting your talents, mainly between the Brawler and the tank skill trees. You'll want to spend most of your time in Berserk mode, which means both lengthening the duration as well as shortening the cooldown. Endless Rage is at the top of the Brawler tree, and it increases your Berserk duration by up to 50%. Next up, we have Sting Like a Bee, which causes you to dash at your enemy up to 20 feet. Now this will get you up close and personal with the badasses very quickly so that you can daze them. The last skill in the Brawler tree to worry about is Short Fuse, which reduces the cooldown of your Berserk by 30 seconds, meaning you can pop that bad boy every 30 seconds as it starts off on a 1 minute cooldown. In the tank tree, you can choose to increase your health and or your shield. Along the way, you'll pick up some hella incredible shields. However, if you're fighting a mess of creatures and that shield drops, it's your health that you need to worry about. Plus, remember that Berserk regenerates health, so the more you have to regenerate, the better, in my opinion. Next up is Dash and this will be your most important tanking ability as it has up to a 50% chance to daze enemies and reduce their accuracy. The only downside is that it only applies to your melee attacks and this is why you want to put all of those skill points into allowing you to stay in Berserk as long as possible. And herein lies my issue, because Berserk gets on my fucking nerves. It is annoying as hell. I get tired of the constant screaming and screen effects that come with it. Plus, I really just want to shoot shit. I don't want to punch them. Which leads us to Mordecai, who is too fucking cool. Whereas Brick's voice acting makes my ears bleed, Mordecai is sarcastic and funny and I can't wait to hear him call out, what, you didn't like that? That of course is only the icing on the cake because the Hunter class is a very powerful class both solo as well as in group settings. Blasting a badass's head off from a very comfortable distance thanks to the plus 25% accuracy and minus 50% sniper rifle sway is just a thing of beauty. That's focus in the sniper skill tree and within you'll find other gems such as Caliber which increases your damage with sniper rifles by up to 20%, Smirk which is fantastic for leveling as it grants you and your team up to 15% bonus experience after you kill a mob with a critical shot. And of course, Traspass, which makes it so that your shots bypass shields and increase bullet damage. A Traspass is why you don't want to choose Safeguard on your brick if you intend to PvP a lot. Now, Mordecai's primary ability is Bloodwing, and you will get to adore that bird, especially if you spec into the rogue skill tree. You can either spec him as one hell of a killer bird with Swift Strike, which causes his damage to increase by 100% and his speed to increase by 40%, Aerial Impact, which causes him to daze enemies, and then Bird of Prey, which allows him to strike up to six targets. Or, you can spec into Rogue if you are a Loot Whore. That's alright, you all know who you are. Swipe causes Bloodwing Kills to drop more money, ammo, and healing items, but Ransack will quickly become your favorite because it causes mobs to drop an additional item. There are skills in both sniper and gunslinger trees which work very well with the bloodwing spec. Carrying Call is in the Sniper tree and it reduces the cooldown of your Bloodwing by 4 seconds. Bloodwing, by the way, is on a 28 second cooldown. Now, 4 seconds isn't nearly as much as the 15 seconds that you can shave off with Predator, which is in the Gunslinger tree. Luckily, you can find a lot of useful skills in Gunslinger that aren't solely pistol-based. Not that there's anything wrong with that playstyle, it's just not for everyone. Most people who pick Mordecai, it's because they want to obliterate mobs from a distance. If that's you, there's Deadly, which increases your critical hit damage by up to 30%, Riotous Remedy, which regenerates health, and of course Relentless, which increases the fire rate by up to 40% and gives you a 100% chance of dealing a killer shot, which basically increases the damage of each bullet. So there you have it. The class is so full of wind that I cannot for the life of me see one spec is inherently better than the other. There are insanely powerful talents in each tree and each is more fun than the last.
2: Greetings for the lore listeners, this is Vince, a.k.a. Samodian, once again returning to the show with a strategy segment focusing on the siren class in Borderlands. Lilith is one of only six sirens in the entire universe. She comes to Pandora looking for another siren to help her control her powers and, well, that's about it. Let's face it, Borderlands isn't a game that's terribly strong on the story. It's about the gameplay with enough of a story to drive you along. When Borderlands first released, as with many shooter games, everybody wanted to be the cool sniper class with the giant rifle. Perhaps they're compensating for something, but that's not for me to say. Whatever the reason, Mordecai was all over the place, with a helper representation of Roland on the side. You would find the occasional Lilith, and I believe Roger was the only person on the planet actually playing Brick. Now this is understandable. This is a game about causing as much havoc as possible, blowing stuff up, killing enemies, and here's little Lilith with her stealth capabilities. She was kinda hard to fit in for a while. Now fast forward a week or two weeks for our console players, and everybody is finally starting to learn the truth. Lilith is absolutely devastating at level 50. Of course, upon learning this, the players who only care about playing the strongest, most overpowered Death Knight character all switched over. They jumped into games with their level 50 friends and power leveled their way to the cap in a couple of hours. But where does this leave the rest of us, the ones who want to carefully craft a character from level 1? Well, fear not, friends. Sammy has your back. Before we begin, I would strongly suggest viewing the talent trees, which can be found at borderlandsthegame.com under the Fortune Hunters menu. Just click on Lilith and you'll see a link for her character skills down near the bottom. Looking at that skill tree, the first one I'm going to cover is Elemental, which is currently the most popular due to its immense borderline broken damage potential. The three main talents in this tree are Quicksilver, Shock, and Phoenix. Quicksilver gives a very nice rate of fire increase, which should be standard on just about any Lilith build. This improved rate of fire gives you a better chance to proc the various elemental effects on weapons that Lilith tends to favor which brings me to the next skill, Shock, which increases your elemental proc chance as a whole. Between these two talents, Lilith should almost always have an elemental effect active on her enemies. Supplement this with a quick-firing SMG and combat rifle to achieve the greatest effect. Elemental's final talent is Phoenix. At max rank, Phoenix gives a 25% chance for shots not to consume any ammo after a kill, which is very handy. But the main point of Phoenix is that after every single kill, it generates a point blank area of effect fire attack. This fire damage is the focal point of the entire tree. Not only does it put a nice size fire damage over time effect on the surrounding enemies, but the effect actually follows you around, allowing you to spread it to even more foes. Now, you must be careful, as it does not just target foes, but it targets everything in your immediate vicinity. So, if you have any explosive barrels or propane tanks around, it can lead to some embarrassing deaths. So, between Phoenix and any fire or corrosive damage over time effects you may have triggered through shock, you will basically never die. All the passive damage guarantees that if you do get low on health and are near death, second wind will go into effect every single time. And you know what, that is absolutely fantastic. It's a great way to play the game. But what about your before you're able to max out Phoenix? Looking at the elemental tree, without a very good elemental effect weapon, the tree has nothing to offer a low level siren. It only has one talent that affects Lilith's core skill, phase walk, and radiance is rather subpar. It gives a very small shock damage to her phase walk skill which she will not be using very often since there are no phase walk cooldown reductions itself in the elemental tree. But I tried out elemental anyway and I found it to be very difficult. Without a nice elemental effect weapon I had these cool offensive skills that I could not use and I found myself dying quite frequently. So looking to ease up a bit on the difficulty I started looking at the controller tree. So I went to the new use station in the game paid a small amount of cash, and I respect my Lilith over to Controller. Now while Elemental is all about damage, Control is about entering and exiting combat on your own terms. In this tree, almost every single talent is amazing. Much like Quicksilver, diva is a talent every build should have. It's at the top tier, and it increases your shield strength by a large amount, which is a huge, huge bonus to the very fragile Lilith. However, the real draw of Controller Tree is its trio of phase walk buffing talents. Hard to Get cuts the cooldown almost in half, which is great. It allows you to pop in and out of phase walk basically at will, getting in and out of combat as you need to. Inner Glow is another great talent that allows you to regenerate health while phase walking, which you will be doing quite a bit. The great, great skill that I absolutely have fallen in love with in the controller tree is Dramatic Entrance. Dramatic Entrance puts your enemies into a dazed state every time you enter or exit phase walk with a full five points. It's a 100% chance. Dazed enemies have greatly reduced movement speed and have reduced accuracy as well, so this is very handy for Lilith, who. It does, cannot take a lot of hits, but is good at dancing around enemies and popping them off one at a time. So these three skills together allow you to jump right into the middle of a battle with the Phase Walk, immediately dazing all of the enemies around, picking them off one at a time, and you know what? If you start to get into a little trouble, maybe your shields are almost depleted, your health's running a little low, go into Phase Walk again, it only has a 20 second cooldown. Once you're in phase walk, your health will regenerate. It gives your shields a few seconds to come back up. You pop out, everybody's dazed again. This is a very, very wonderful playstyle that I have absolutely fallen in love with. But it gets better. The controller tree becomes even more powerful once you look at its top tier skill, Mind Games. Mind Games gives every single bullet you fire a chance to daze enemies. As a matter of fact, the proc chance on mind games is so high you can probably get away with only two or three points in it. If you have, again, a nice fast-firing weapon plus the Quicksilver skill, you will be pumping out enough lead that mind games will be active every time you need it. All of this combined gives you a very nice bag of tricks until you can gain the equipment necessary to pull off a good elemental build. However, as a player, you have to ask yourself, would you really want to switch over to Elemental at this point? Elemental may very well be one of the best soloing builds in the entire game, right up there with Mordecai's Rogue build, which has great survivability. However, Borderlands is, at its core, a cooperative game. The controller tree offers much more to a group than Elemental does. You can walk into battle, daze your enemies, disappear, and allow your sniper friends to pick off everything that you left behind. You can go in there with a big powerful brick at your side, draw the enemy's attention, phase walk out, and suddenly everybody will be focused on him instead of you. He can soak up the damage while you then pump it out yourself. There are very great options out there for Lilith in the controller tree that I really, really support. I'm not talking bad about Elemental in any way. I'm just giving people out there another option second to the cookie cutter build that everybody seems to love so much. But that is your decision to make. I'm merely here to provide the information. Of course, Lilith does have a third tree, the Assassin tree. However due to massive glitches with several key talents, the Assassin tree is fairly useless. I believe they've pushed a patch through on the console versions, but not PC yet, so once I get a chance to research it a bit more and try it out, perhaps our friend Roger will have me back for a follow-up. Until then, friends, happy hunting, and enjoy your time in Borderlands.
1: So, you're, um, what What level is your soldier right now? Uh,
5: 30, I think, or 31, one of the two.
1: Right, and what did he... Like, how are you finding it overall? Like, you were saying that you prefer playing the soldier over. Well, you've played the hunter. Have you actually tried a brick or a uh, um, a siren yet?
5: No, I haven't tried any other ones. Just these two. Yeah, the the uh, soldier is much much more fun. Yeah, but you're it's, uh,
1: you're, it's, you're it's, enjoying it because of the survivability. But does it have enough like cool things in it to to keep you going as well?
5: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I found today when I was doing, uh, like I said, I did that arena one, the higher level arena one. I did it at a level 30, and it, I wiped five or six times, but just, you know, different strategies and the different abilities and how they keep you alive as long as you can, you know, stand under cover for a little while is uh, really something else, you know. Just spawn your turret, which gives you shields sorry, spawn your turret, which, uh, which regions, your health really quickly. I'm skilled into, um, quick shield recharge. And I also have, uh, an artifact or a mod that actually, uh, helps with that. I've got some bullet resistance, uh, got the whole bunch of different elemental damage abilities at level two on my turret now. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know my next skill points are i'm starting to get to that point where most of them are actually going to go into making the turret a hell of a lot more effective so you know stronger turret with uh with more cooldown on it which is really going to help and you know i'm specced in such a way that if i group with somebody i just change out the uh the mod and uh you know we're golden i can get extra experience for the whole party i can get uh Swap one out real quick and add eight points to uh, regenerating ammunition, which you saw the other day, the difference between having one point in it and then throwing in a mod with plus eight.
1: Yeah, it makes a huge difference.
5: Oh, yeah. See,
1: what I found with you when I was playing with you, too, is that the... um, well, obviously the health is nice to be able to, for you to shoot me back to health and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you were doing insane amounts of damage. What I found when I was playing the um, the brick myself was that if I'm specced as tank, yes, I'm surviving longer if I'm soloing. But when I'm grouping, it feels like I'm not holding my own because I'm not doing nearly enough damage.
5: For well, my- I think for the tank, you need to get yourself a, uh, a bladed weapon. Because that adds a considerable amount to uh, to your melee.
1: Yeah, but then you're spending most of your time again doing melee damage instead of using your guns. Uh,
5: yeah, but I think. It's and again, kind most of meant
1: to. Yeah, that, see, that's part of it too. Like, if you're using berserk more as the berserker as your your talents, then yeah, you're gonna do more damage, but you're doing it mainly as melee. But if you're spec as in the in the tank tree, then it really doesn't matter. You are. You're, you're not going to be doing nearly as much damage. Yeah, sure, you're going to be living longer, but you're not necessarily going to be doing more damage.
5: Yeah, but I think you have to, you know, try really hard not to think about it as a traditional tank, per se, like, like wow, you know?
1: Yeah, well, no, it's nowhere near that. And yet the soldier, though, does fit into a kind of a healing class because what happens is that you've got, and and they've actually done it in such a way that it's actually fun to do too. Unlike oh, yeah. a lot of other healing classes in other games, this one here it's actually fun to heal because again, you're you're still doing something that's the same as as the rest of the game. You're you're sniping people. So just it's your coworkers and or your 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 the guys you're grouping with instead of just mobs.
5: Exactly. Yeah. No, the the, the soldier way fun. I mean, I'm trying to be Pretty even in in the guns that I'm using. I mean, I'm way ahead on my sniper and shotgun. Just you know, you got your your far fighting and your close fighting, and I mean that's that's gonna happen anyway. Um, have you thought about trying a different spec? Um, not really. The spec that I picked out is very balanced. I mean, after you know reading in the forums that you really need to have uh, at least one point in a skill to actually get the benefit uh, from a mod, um, you know, that's going to preclude, preclude me. <laughs> big word. I tried a big word. And I messed it <laughs> you up. messed it up too. It had a couple of syllables. That's why. Preclude. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go 555 five, five and everything, which, you know, some of that stuff might be fine for solo. But I mean, some of these mods that you get, um, you know, they can add up to eight points into something and you know i'm usually in a i keep one of each gun i keep uh two or three different mods depending on if i'm playing with somebody else or i'm just soloing with you or or whatever if we're a fairly powerful group then i just put on extra experience if you know we're at a boss fight then i'll increase team defense and shield regen and stuff like that so it's it's super configurable way fun to play very high survivability when you're solo and uh it's just a hell of a lot of fun i really like it
1: how many groups have you run now where you've actually been in with like a full group not just like one or two
5: Uh, i've hosted my own server and uh i've had up to, to four people in mind you that was still at a point where um you know i was still fairly new to it and i Oh, God, I think it was, you know, just getting into level 10, 12, where I really didn't have the, the skills that were, you know, necessary to to help out a group, and I certainly didn't have the mods. Also, I can't find this last damn skull. It's right over me.
1: here. It's at the entrance, right where I am.
5: Okay. That would explain why I should follow the green dot. Pretty much, yeah. But, uh, yeah, actually, I'm looking forward to I mean, I've been doing a lot of solo stuff um, but you know looking forward to uh, just getting on with some anonymous group and giving it a run with uh, with him being all built up to that level
1: you see the problem I'm seeing with that and that's something I'm going to be discussing with the other guys too tomorrow is the the loot in the game is really screwed up because you can't roll on it. It's a free for all; whoever gets there first. So I'm really not looking forward to grouping with other people—people people that I don't know at all. I'm—I basically just want to group with people I know.
5: Yeah, and I see that coming from you because you know you tend not to play well with others and aren't really what I would call a people person. But I share but, loot well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, <laughs> I mean if it's you and me, we just grab, 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 and and then you know if you got some extra then uh you know or you want something i'll drop it you can pick it up so you know i i see how that's nice but on the other hand uh you know i think with the voice there i mean as long as you don't get some freaking smack tired right well, the thing, too, is, it's
1: not just that. It's If you're looking at it in terms of, again, loot drops, you can't really tell what's dropped unless you look at it. You'll see somebody pick something up, and you could tell by the name, but you can't actually click a link to see what drop, what the item is. So then you have to ask them to drop it so that you can see whether or not it's something that you can use. And to me, that's not very friendly towards playing with other people and again then they don't have to they don't have to give it to you if they can be complete assholes if they want and not let you have it even though it might be something that you can use
5: oh yeah for sure uh, i mean you know are you ever really going to get away with that i mean even if you're in a, a guild i mean most of the arguments are, are going to be about loot anyway and you're right i mean there, there's not the time there because everybody's racing for that chest or looking for the blues and purples, basically, so... And it's not,
1: and again, you got to think of it in terms of the... Um, when something comes up, then you've got a situation where both people can want it, and that's if you're only in a group of two, and then there's no role way to do it, so then you're like, okay, well, who's going to get this shit?
5: Yeah, roll would be nice. It might slow down the game. I mean, I'm hoping that the fact that there's, you know, a fairly accessible sort of half decent voice system um that you know people can politely ask i mean i would if i see you know somebody who's a tank grabbing a purple sniper rifle i'd be fairly pissed myself but you know that stuff's gonna happen for sure
1: yeah no it's and we found too that the the chat function too sucks ass so we're actually doing this now on the um Using Skype instead, having modded the any file, but yeah, I there's there's a there's not a lot of things that I would change, but the few that do need changing, I think seriously need changing. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I'm, I'm loving every aspect of this, and I can't wait to run the same kind of quests and everything on a different class because I've only been playing like I've got my uh, my brick up to eighteen, but I really have not nearly as much interest in playing them, but I am actually thinking that I wouldn't mind starting a Siren after I've leveled this guy. Like, you've been leveling your Hunter now quite a bit as well. He's getting up there as well.
5: Uh, yeah, he's, what, 22 now, so I'll, I'll definitely uh, catch up to you very quickly. Um, yeah, I'll probably try a Siren next. If I do a tank, uh, it'll be last. Not because I hate it, just because you know I don't like really like tanks and in other games, either, so I'll probably stay away from that one. You know, to me, like, damage is damage, and big deal. And plus, his little annoying little brr thing is really, really annoying.
1: I agree. I think what you're looking for is down here.
5: I know. I Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I need the boxes of cigars.
1: Yep. I'm just gonna drop.
5: Yeah, but I mean, so far, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it, definitely.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of things, like I said, that I'm enjoying about it. I'm actually really liking the, um, the fact that the weapons are pretty much all different kind of things. So you don't, you're not just trying the same bosses for the same loot, with the exception of the the, the sledge's shotgun that we used for quite a while.
5: Um, oh, I'm still using it on my level thirty. It's pretty insane. Yeah, this guy, you gotta shoot him in the rear. And we're done.
1: That's nearly gonna wrap up episode 7. We've still got my fan fiction based on Borderlands, which we'll get to in a moment. I'd like to thank Enrique's Spooncraft as. Ah, That's nearly going to wrap up episode 7. We've still got my fan fiction based on Borderlands, which we'll get to in a moment. I'd like to thank Enrique of Spooncraft, as well as his little buddy Vince, Simonian of Massive Nerd. Thanks for helping out again, Vince. I'd also like to thank my buddy Terry, whom you heard during the in-game interview just now. And you may wonder, from listening to that interview, why exactly we're still friends, but unfortunately we still are. Make sure to leave your calendars open Monday of next week for episode 8, starting live on Ustream with the pre-show at 6.45pm Eastern. Good hunting freaks.
4: <laughs> Have I got a story for you? This is our home. But make no mistake, this is not a planet of peace and love. They say it's a wasteland, but it's dangerous. That only a fool would search for something of value here. Then perhaps I am a fool.
1: Audio entry. Pandora 1. If you listen to this, odds are I didn't outrun a bullet or a skag, which is unlikely, though possible. Name's Mordecai. I came to Pandora for two reasons, one of which was to find that vault, the other was to find a man. I'll get him eventually. I tend to always get what I'm after nowadays, and if folks won't give me what's mine, I just lock my sights on them, and most of the time they change their minds. And if they don't, well, let's just say I relieve them of that mind. I guess you could say I don't suffer fools well. Or skags, or racks, or badass motherfuckers with spikes attached to their nipples. I mean, seriously, I have never seen a planet as fucked up as this one, and I've been to many. Ever since I was accused of cheating at the interplanetary sharpshooter competition, I've bounced from one planet to another, taking what the universe owes me. I've come across some fucked up shit in my life, but nothing compares to this hellhole. Folks aren't normal here. Even the normal ones. Take for example the fucknuts I rode into town with. Of course, I had to double check to make sure I hadn't walked onto a bus bound for the psych ward. The army brat was the only reasonably sane one among them, and from what I've heard, ain't no law in Pandora before the crosshairs on a scope. I don't know what he's doing here, frankly. I could give a rat's ass. The siren was hot as hell, but if she's anything like the last one I meant, well, let's just say the burns took a long time to heal. Kind of cool happening upon another one, though, especially seeing as there are only six in the verse. I mean, what are the odds? And then there was the brick fucking shit house at the back of the bus. Fucker was two stories tall and about as wide as the bus. His face looked like it had been sliced open and stapled back together. I will say this about the lot of them, though. They kept to themselves, which is fine by me, because I ain't looking to made nice. Ain't looking for friends, accomplices, or buddies. It's not that I care about sharing the vault. I just don't feel like carrying around dead weight. And somehow I doubt any of these losers can really hold their own. I'll be killing the skag that's chewing on their rotten insides next week and roasting that fucker over a slow fire. By now they may have already been crapped out. I mean, we arrived in Firestone a couple of days ago and I haven't seen or heard from them since. I did, however, meet up with the colorful locals. I shouldn't complain much, though, because they've been giving me work, which is nice. Zed strikes me more as a sadistic necrophiliac than a fucking doctor, but who am I to judge? And then there's some numbnuts named Scooter who's more interested in his mother's cunt than a grown man should be. And then the claptraps. Well, let's just say I don't know who designed them, but they sure as shit deserve a raise if for no other reason than those fuckers make me laugh. Anyways, I don't intend on gathering too much dust here. I've been crashing in an empty hut. There's plenty of cans and debris to wake me up if some critter decides he's hungry at night. Little claptrap figured out the first day that it isn't a good idea to wake me up in the morning. I did apologize for the bullet hole, though. Told him it added character. Audio entry. Pandora 01. Listen to this Odds are I did not run a bullet Or a skag Which is unlikely Though possible Name's Mordecai I got a belch coming up mm.
2: Excuse me God, I hope my piece doesn't suck, man. You have no idea how much time I put into this fucking nine-minute audio. Oh clip. yeah, because
1: we've never done that. It's not like we record anything. We don't. We don't get together once a week and record shit. That's. Yeah, I, but, but you, I feel but you. You're, I can't appreciate what you're going through, is what I'm getting at.
5: Ah, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs>
1: It says right there when you hover over it, use. Hit enter to use.
5: Oh, my God. Uh, They're both crap, but I'll take the cell now that I know what I'm fucking doing. (laughs) Revive me. I'm coming as fast
1: as I can. Give me a second.
5: I'm going to die in a second. Well, Don't (laughs) Don't worry about them. Just let them hit you while you're reviving me.
1: And then I'm dead and we're both dead.
5: I love playing with you because of the excuses mostly.
1: Oh, shut
5: up. You know, I get a pink vehicle just so that you're happy. And that's the thanks, I guess. Revive me this time.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ, you like to bitch. Where are you?
5: By, By the vehicle.
1: That doesn't help me.
5: It's a big thing on fire. I don't. I can see you.
1: Okay, well, I'm trying. Oh, yeah, yeah, see? It does not work. I got hit and I got... It interrupted the revive. Mm. So you, next time you can bitch, it's not my fault. It's
5: because you not know. my fault you don't know what you're doing there, dude.
1: Dude, it's a revive. <laughs> uh, you hit and hold E. That's that's. That has nothing to do with it if you know what you're doing.
5: No, I'm getting there on time. Oh, you' there. You're so easy to bug. Shoot, rocket, rocket, rocket.
1: I'm busy. Oh, sweet Jesus. Kay. Is that what we're fighting? Yeah. Holy Christ. <laughs> Actually, you get out. Oh, gee, thanks. Holy crap. Get
5: behind the rock.
1: I, you don't think I'm trying? Run. What, yeah, no, because I'm standing still, and i nuts. Oh,
5: ouch! Whoa, ouch! Ouch, ouch! they oh, will do multiple targets, too. Because he hit me and then went wait for you. Wish I would have known, I'd have professed my undying love for you and the shit. I'm still recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>